morning. It's time for our cool conversation. I'm George Plummer. With us today, we have Brenda Barwick. She is the chairman of the Oklahoma Commission on the Status of Women. Brenda, thanks for being on the program today. Well, thank you, George, for having me on Cool Conversation. We're going to be talking about uh, a recent program uh, that was held in Chickasha, uh, trying to stop human trafficking uh, in Oklahoma and really across the country. So it's a really uh, critical topic uh, that this group is trying to uh, get some information out about. And uh, we're doing that this morning with the help of our sponsors, and they are Stanley Systems as well as the Community Bank of Oklahoma. So, uh, Brenda, uh, just uh, last week, uh, the University of Science in Oklahoma right here in uh, uh, in Chickasha hosting uh, one of these community conversations to stop human trafficking. So uh, let's give uh, our audience a little recap of uh, of what that is and, and why your group is, is working uh, to help uh, defeat this this awful, awful program. Yes, uh, about a year ago, the Oklahoma Senate uh, provided $150,000 to the Oklahoma Commission on the Status of Women. We are the state agency that helps to improve the quality of life and uh, increase economic opportunities for women across Oklahoma. And the reason they, the Oklahoma Senate provided those funds was they wanted to get ahead of the human trafficking. Um, so far, the, the focus has always been on treating, uh, addressing the crime, you know, through law enforcement. And then after the crime has been committed, uh, there are several nonprofits in, across the state that provide treatment and services and resources to help the individuals who have been trafficked. But in order to stop it, we need to start educating Oklahomans, and that's what the Oklahoma Senate wanted to do, is start educating Oklahomans and through the education system. So we're focusing on universities, colleges, career techs, and high schools to educate Oklahomans on how to recognize the early signs of human trafficking, because it is a methodical process. It's, it's, it's a systematic process. And the traffickers know exactly what they're doing. And uh, what we're trying to do is educate Oklahomans, and especially the young people, really under the age of 25. And we're seeing trafficking as young as the age 12 right now. But we're focusing on high school and college to uh, recognize the early signs of, of human trafficking. So when, if a person is is a victim of human trafficking or has been targeted from human trafficking, that they can start to realize that at, you know, step two or three, that this isn't right and they'll seek help to get out of that or stop that situation. Right. You call human trafficking modern-day slavery. Yes, it is modern-day slavery because... Uh, human trafficking is being forced to do something. It might be labor, it might be sex trafficking, might be drug trafficking, but being forced to do something that you do not want to do and someone else is profiting off of it. We hear horror stories all the time about uh, uh, women who were uh, captured more or less uh, when they were young girls and you know now they're 25 or 30 years old and they've just endured so much uh, pain and torture over the years and somehow right. they, they get the courage to to break free of that and it's really hard to do that 
It is, and uh, the Not Me, uh, Not My Community campaign that we launched as part of this initiative and these community conversations that we're having at colleges across the state, including USAO last week, is um, uh, we wanted people to start to recognize uh, you know, that and so that they know how to uh, get out of it. And one of the and so one of the easy way it's not easy, but but a uh, a safe way is there's they can text the word help H E L P, just text the word help to a real easy number to uh, remember. It's two three three seven three three, and that stands for be free. B E F R E E. So if a lot of times the victims do have that cell phone, and if they type help to two three three seven three three, then a uh, a professional who knows how to handle human trafficking situations will uh, respond to that and immediately get connected to a local uh, uh, either law enforcement or a local human trafficking. Uh, uh, nonprofit that is helping people they'll the resources will will come very quickly and then help them get out of the situation that they're in so that is a real that's a number that people need to remember and that's two three three seven three three and all you have to do is text the word help to that and you're going to get help so we think a lot of times that the, you know trafficking starts with maybe uh you know uh a, a, a stranger being picked up that might be standing by themselves uh, uh, on the street or, you know, uh, maybe after someone leaves a, a nightclub or something, just uh, something really strange like that. But a lot of times you say that it's somebody that the person knows that uh, entrapped yes. them. Yes, that's right. You know, there's, there's a lot of focus on the, you know, uh, cross state lines, and and there is a myth that oh, you know, people say oh, Oklahoma is the crossroads because we have I-35 and I, you know, 40, and of course we have you know the turnpike to uh, Chickasha, but you know, all the states have have inter have interstates. Um, so the 76 percent of the human trafficking is occurring by a person's circle of influence, a circle of trust. And so it could be it could be a parent, we see that. It could be an aunt, uncle, cousin, it could be a close friend of the family and they're in that circle of trust of their family of you know their family. So and it's hard to speak out against that. So yes, yeah, 76% is uh, occurring by uh they're being victimized by somebody who is in the circle of trust. And you mentioned uh, before we started the show that there's a really uh, odd instance where a husband had was trafficking his wife. Yes, we. So at these community conversations that we uh, hold across the state, we had a woman who shared her story uh, up in Rogers County. And uh, she was married to a very successful man and had two uh, children and lived in a very nice house. But she was actually being trafficked by her husband and the hold that he had on her. So he was making money off his wife, and the hold on her was she would never see her children again, and she will be homeless. She won't have any place to live. And that is what uh, that is why she... Uh, 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 you know, 
stayed in that situation. And, but she broke free and sought help at a nonprofit who uh, worked with getting her out. And you know, and, and it has. To, and when you work with a professional like that, they know how to help the victim get out and still remain safe uh, because there has to be a plan put in place. And so, uh, but yes, it can happen not only to young people, but it can also happen to adults. Thanks for spending part of your weekend with us here on The Cool Conversation. We're talking to Brenda Barwick. She's with the Oklahoma Commission on the Status of Women. So, Brenda, in the first segment, we talked a lot about these community conversations that you're having. And uh, you started these last summer, and they'll be wrapping up here in the next couple months. So what is your plan after these community conversations are completed? Well, between now and the end of this uh, school year, about the uh, first part of May, we're hoping to have some more community conversations in at um, four more universities. So we're looking at the Wayne Payne area. We're also looking at the Tecumseh, uh, Shawnee area. And so we will have more of these uh, through till the end of this school year. And, and, and one initiative we want to start after this is you may – you're your listeners may recall uh, the movie "The Sound of Freedom." We want to sh- we want to invite the community to see "The Sound of Freedom" at movie theaters all across the state of Oklahoma, and so that the, and then to leverage that as an opportunity to educate more Oklahomans uh, about how to recognize the early signs of, of human trafficking within their circle of influence and within their own community. So we're hoping to do that. Uh, we're, we're also planning to have some more community conversations next later this uh, fall. And, uh, and then after that, we're, we're looking at continuing to work with a lot of nonprofits that are working with human um, trafficking survivors. So that's what the commission has planned here for the next year or so. You also uh, try to help uh, victims of domestic violence, correct? Yes, yes, yeah. So the the commission, in addition to working on this human trafficking issue, uh, the commission has also been working for years on how to decrease domestic violence for women in Oklahoma. There was a report that just came out a day or two ago, and Oklahoma still ranks extremely high in domestic violence. And we also have been working with the uh, Oklahoma Department of Corrections in addressing some of the root issues of, of the high number of women who are incarcerated here in Oklahoma. Now, Oklahoma for quite a while has been the number one state in the number of incarcerated women, and we're not number one anymore. We're, I think we're number two, hopefully going to number three. I would like to think some of that is the result of some of the work the commission has been doing over the last 10 years in working with the corrections department. And, and one way that where we've been working with them is some of the women who may have been uh, convicted for, uh, you know, possession of drugs or maybe uh, something, another crime, maybe they need to uh, go into a rehab program. Maybe they need some mental health uh, services. So that's one way that uh, we can help reduce the the high number of incarceration of women in Oklahoma. So we've been working with Oklahoma Department of Corrections for several years on that issue as well. And we think it's really working. 
How do folks uh, reach out to you or maybe get more information about uh, what you're doing? And maybe they want to have one of your representatives come come speak to them. Oh, yeah, that would be fantastic. Um, so uh, our website is oklahoma.gov backslash OCSW. That stands for Oklahoma Commission on Status of Women. Uh, they can, or they can just Google Oklahoma Commission on Status of Women, and there is a, a place on that page if you want someone to come speak to them. And uh, so that would probably be the best place to, uh, on the website has a cell phone number of our executive director. And uh, so they can either call that number or go to the website. I can give you that number because Sure. It's uh, okay. It's area code four zero five four zero one six nine seven zero. And if, if they want someone to come speak to, uh, you know, their church, their schools, you know, a nonprofit group like Junior League, uh, Rotary, we're happy to do that. Or you can uh, go to the website at oklahoma.gov backslash OCSW. Brenda, I want to thank you for your time this morning, and uh, we encourage anyone who'd like some information to reach out. And again, uh, if you're in a trafficking situation, uh, just think, be free, B-E-F-R-E-E, and there's a phone number attached right. to that, 233-733, and text yeah, help. Yeah, it's a text. It's a text. Yep. You can text the word help to that number. Very good. Brenda, again, thanks for your time. Thank you, George. Brenda Barwick with the Oklahoma Commission on the Status of Women on our Cool Conversation program today. And a big thanks to our Cool Conversation sponsors, Community Bank of Oklahoma and Stanley Systems.